Welcome back to another girl chat in Louis Suite. We are locking in this time to focus on all things relationships. I had such an amazing conversation with Dr. Takaya Henry last season, and I figured the conversation must continue. Yes, ladies, Dr. Henry is back, and there is a lot to unpack. Dr. Henry will share her perspectives on dating relationships, especially for our single ladies. She resides in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, if you didn't catch it last time, and she is an administrator in higher ed. She is a proud advocate for self-care and uplifting women. Hello, my love. Hello, how's it going? I'm good. I am good. I am ready to get this conversation on and popping. I'm excited. Yes, thanks so much for having me back. I'm excited. You know, you can come back whenever you want to, anytime. We'll gladly plug you in. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, how you doing today before we get started? So I'm doing good. Um, you know, self care day, little soft Sunday, just chill, relax, uh, kind of unwind, get ready for the week, going back to work, higher education, dealing with students, parents, um, just kind of a soft Sunday. We love to see it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, same for me. Same for me. I did some work actually uh, this morning because I. I'm overloaded right now with everything on my plate, but I stopped working at about noontime and just decided to relax. Um, So anyway, let's get to it and tell these ladies all the things they want to (laughs) hear. So I'm going to start off with this question for you. Let's start with intentional dating as a topic, right? So Mm -hmm. should women date casually at a point and seriously at a different point does it matter you know whether or not someone goes in with like okay I'm going to casually date I'm going to get serious what should be the intended goal for these like you know occasions I think the intended goal should be to date with um uh to date intentionally I think if you go in with the mindset kind of, you know, saying like, this is what I want, this is, you know, what I need, or this is what I bring to the table, I think that perspective will be easier, and it kind of allows you to know your self-worth and know yourself uh, before you kind of get mixed in with someone that you don't really know. I like that. I like that. And I'm going to tell you which part about that I love the (laughs) most. Um, so whether or not someone is kind of just casually dating around mm-hmm. or whether they are like really serious, you still believe that it should be intentional and they should know what it is they want. But what I loved most about that is if they do that, they're able to recognize their self-worth. And mm-hmm. I think that is, that speaks volumes because let's just hypothetically say that there is somebody who is not really ready to settle down right this second. They, you know, maybe come out of a relationship and they just don't want to jump into something else serious. They need Mm -hmm. time to kind of just heal from that experience, but they also don't want to like shut down from the world. So they're just kind of casually hanging out with people, companionship, friendship, whatever. Maybe they do a little bit of Netflix and chill. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but it is important for them to go into it knowing what they want, because if mm-hmm. not, then you might end up in a situation where you were planning for casual and, you know, you end up with somebody that 
maybe that person is moving faster and you're and you're not and mm-hmm. um you don't know how to kind of lay the foundation of where you are with everything or, or you, you fall kinda, for them yeah or you kind of just be you know just dating and you know wasting your time just yeah not really being intentional about whom you're spending your time with and whom you share your moments with because I think for me um the most important thing that I would forever remind myself um is that time is very precious and you can't get it back so we should be cautious of whom we're spending whom we're spending time with and what we're spending time doing that's that's good too uh because energy I believe heavily in that uh energy is a big deal so who you give your energy to always they they don't always deserve it so whether you're casually in a situation or seriously even in a casual situation you have to be very mindful of who you're giving your time to your energy to and what you'll allow and sometimes even in a casual situation a person can be quite disrespectful if you don't know your self-worth and you don't know how to protect your energy so I think that's a good one I like that I think self-worth and intentional dating is is important um and then I want to kind of come back to is there a point at which someone should be casual or serious so like do you think that a person should always be now while they're intentional still regardless do you think they should Mm -hmm. always be seeking a serious situation and we're thinking too that this conversation is open to women at all different stages mm-hmm. of their life yeah. too, right? So yeah. What you think? So I think it depends on the individual and I think it depends on the season. Um because for me I just think like people come in your life for different reasons during different seasons. So it depends on the season that you know like you interact with this person or you know you hang out with this person, you communicate with this person. Or, you know, you indulge in conversation. I think it depends on the season that, you know, you're entering in and kind of more so what you need during that time. Because, like, you can go in it, like, being serious and then, like, hey, I want a relationship, whatever, whatever. And at the same time, that can be what the person wants, but just not right now. Like, you have to ease into things. You have to kind of, like... You know, like, not just rush into things. You got to, like, ease into it. There's a time and a place for everything. There is a time and place for everything. And let me tell you something. I kind of did, like, (laughs) I want to share my own personal story. I kind of did, like, maybe what some would call in reverse. So Mm -hmm. um, I will say up until the age of maybe 31. Mm -hmm. Before that, everything was so ultra serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I dated one person at a time. Mm-hmm. I was in relationships for however many years at a time. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, like after, you know, a rough breakup mm-hmm. and some and some years passed. And in those years, I kind of didn't date for a little bit. And then I got to, you know, my 30s. And at that point um, is when I decided to date casually. Mm-hmm. Whereas most people might be the other way around, you know, they date casually in their twenties and stuff. And then they mm-hmm. hit 30 and they're thinking more like serious. Yeah. And it's not that I wasn't thinking serious or anything. It's just, you know, that's the way it worked out for me. I spent a lot of time being so serious, so young and realizing certain things about myself. 
certain mm-hmm. developmental things about myself that I was not really ready for the things that I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And my mindset changed. Um, what I was looking for in a significant other changed. Things that I prioritized in a healthy relationship changed. So, you know, in my 20s, the the mindset at that time of who I wanted forever with, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you dream of happily ever after with. The things that I wanted, I wouldn't say they were bad things, but I truly did not come to understand until the end of my 20s, heading into my 30s, what some of those very key things were that were pivotal to a healthy relationship, a sustainable partnership. And I'm going to use the word partnership intentionally Mm -hmm. here, but (laughs) I did not, I did not get to that space until thirties. And so by the time I hit my thirties, I I was just like, you know what, speaking to your ease into it, I'm going to ease into this thing and I'm just going to date a little bit. I'm not going to just be so serious with the first person. So anyway, and I think at the same time, um, I think society plays a big part in that because we're scrolling on social media. You know, we want to be hashtag relationship goals. We want to be black love. So I think it's kind of more so like a mind thing because, you know, what we see is kind of what we want to manifest and what we want. But at the same time, you know, in our 20s, you know, we in college, we going to school, we in our bag, you know, we trying to... Uh, I think the saying is you meet your husband in college, whatever. So (laughs) at the same time, I guess that was kind of like the focus, you know, like we trying to, you know, do the right thing. And now that we're like in our thirties, like honey, the women in their thirties, they're living their soft girl era right now. (laughs) And we just out here, you know, trying to casually date, um, trying to better ourselves because at the same time, like life is hard and, you know, you got to have fun. You got to show up for yourself if you don't show up for anyone else. Yeah, absolutely. You do have to show up for yourself. And I think showing up for yourself is allowing yourself to develop, allowing yourself to seek the stability you need, whether that is like physical, tangible stability, like financial, or whether Mm -hmm. that stability is emotional, mental, Um, because a lot of times you're not really grounded yet in your earlier 20s when you're still kind of finding out who you want to be in this life. Mm -hmm. So um, in trying to take on um, partnership, and I'm going to keep using that word uh, because I do believe that's how a relationship functions is partnership. Mm-hmm. Trying to take that on before you've identified those things within self. Um, at the end of the day, you end up not stepping into the light that you were meant to blossom. Mm-hmm. So you have to take care of self, nurture self. And yeah. it's not that in your 30s you don't want a serious relationship. You don't want to settle down um, and you're not intentionally dating. But a part of that intentionality that I'm trying to get to is that sometimes it is casual until you have identified the right person and not just the first person that hits on you or ask for your number or ask to take you out is like ultra serious. Like you really got to feel that out and, and figure out if those energies naturally are attracting the way they should. Anyway, <laughs> we can sit there forever, but exactly. speaking, <laughs> speaking of the things that, you know, people might be looking for, we're going to get to a very challenging conversation that we hit last time and we scratched the surface. We spoke last season about some of these things, education, career, homes, cars, et cetera, the tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what are the pros and cons of this mindset? Specifically, though, what is good about focusing on these things? And what can be bad about focusing too much on whether or not someone is at these same levels? Um, I guess I can start with career. Uh, although we, you know, want to make the big bucks and want to buy all the lavish things, I think for a career, sometimes we get so stuck in the nine to five, the nine to five and the day to day that we kind of forget about our surroundings. We kind of forget about our family. We forget about our friends and we kind of forget about like our well-being as humans in general. Um, when it comes to education, I could definitely say that for me, um, just graduating with my daughter degree and, you know, completing that journey, I kind of felt like I isolated myself from my family and friends because I was so stuck and focused on a goal. And now that I have completed that goal, it's like I have so much time in the world and I'm just trying to figure out like, okay, what should I do? It's kind of more so like playing catch up. Like I've missed X, Y, and Z. So, you know, how do I make it up? Or oh, man. how do I Ooh. feed myself more and more because I, you know, lacked back then when I was staying up all night trying to do papers and, you know, looking at journal articles, articles and things like that. So I kind of feel like, you know, right now at this age, I've accomplished a lot, but at the same time, I kind of got to like, sit with myself and sit with my thoughts about things that I need to, you know, gather and, you know, continue to work on. Girl. Okay. Let me figure out where we're going <laughs> to start with this one. Um, oh man, this one's hard because you said so many things. So I do think, especially in today's world, let's focus mm -hmm. on women for a second. Yeah. Women have done a 360 in our society. Um, and I'm not going to get into a full-on history lesson, but since the, <laughs> since, since the revolutionary time of the 60s, where women <laughs> came and got all their independence here, and they were no longer stay-at-home moms, for real, mm -hmm. uh, you know, while men were off at war, we live in a totally different time now where women are, you know, coming for all that men have, yeah. quite frankly. Yeah. You know, they are com they're competing with men to have certain careers uh, that men have, certain mm -hmm. salaries that men have. Um, and I'm not even going to go there. I do have my own personal feeling about that, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> that's, that's another, I, I, I'm not going to do it. I, I will tell you right now, it's an unpopular opinion. It is a You got to go there. You got to go there. You got to go there. The people got to know. <laughs> So I, I will say this. I will say this. I want to I want to step into my full potential. Yeah. And that full potential is whatever fulfills me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not speaking for another woman. I'm not speaking, mm -hmm. I'm speaking for myself. And so for me, I'm not trying to achieve um a certain number. Mm -hmm. as, as far as financially, I'm trying to achieve fulfillment mm -hmm. and, and that's what is within me, um, my goals and what that looks like for me. So that being said, unpopular opinion, I'm not competing with a man. <laughs> I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to take care of my family and my home. But if he want to step in and protect, provide, and take care of me. I'm good with that. I am not competing with him on that. Mm -hmm. I'm not. 
And the, and I say compete because there are a lot of women who compete. Now I'm not talking about folks who, you know, they went off and they got certain types of careers and they're coming out of the gate naturally mm-hmm. making a certain amount of money. Um, they've earned that. I'm not talking about they should be less than that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I am not competing. I'm not, you know, walking around, I don't need a man for nothing. That's not me. And so (laughs) that's no, I'm not trying to be, you know, harsh towards anyone else. I'm just speaking for me. So that's what I have to say about that. But to unpack some of the other things you talked about, where we Mm -hmm. focus on career and school and those things, we, we are in a place in society, at least in the 21st century here, where a lot of women are um, going for more Mm -hmm. and there are more opportunities. They are gaining more independence from Mm -hmm. men in certain ways. Um, and back in the day, that wasn't a thing, you know, you know, they, they, I don't want to say didn't want certain things, but that wasn't their focus. And today it is. So today, when you look at numbers, you have more women that are in school, these mm-hmm. days or graduating from institutions. You and I both there in Harriet, so we know those numbers. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of women that are in managerial roles now mm-hmm. and that are seeking those roles. Now we still don't see a whole lot of women in like a lot of corporate level positions. And if we do see them up higher, a lot of times it's entrepreneurial, it's their own business where they're able to set their own hours. And a lot of that has to do with home life a lot of it has to do Mm -hmm. with them having kids so they don't seek certain roles because the balance is hard to get you know Mm -hmm. to do that um but anyway I wanted to talk about you going towards career first because Mm -hmm. I was the person that focused on career first yeah and honestly I didn't even do it on purpose (laughs) and not (laughs) not at first not at first you know um when I went to college and graduated and after that it was like I got to get a job I got to get a job mm-hmm. um, because I had to take care of myself because I wasn't yeah. married yet you know and so I moved out I got a job and then at that point it was about sustainability so yeah. it's like I got to continue to grow I got to continue to grow so I can be okay in society mm-hmm. um, and not living you know paycheck to paycheck type of thing so it was like next level you know, and I kept getting degrees, you know, I got, mm-hmm. one, I got one, the last degree I didn't even see coming, you know, I would, I <laughs> that was not, that, that was not the plan. So, one thing about us, we're going to get the degrees though. We're going to get know, the degrees. And I, I didn't, I didn't plan it, you know, I really didn't plan it. And so, um, you know, I just kept going. And at, at a yeah. point it was like, I was so laser focused because I kept going to make sure I was okay. Some mm-hmm. people, keep going because that's their dream to to go and get all those degrees or whatever or they want to live a certain way and for me it was like I got to do this because there's no one taking care of me but me so that's how I ended up you know going the route I went and so I wanted to talk about that because sometimes we focus on those things as women because we feel like we have to when we are by ourselves and there's a big there's yeah, a big and the reason why I want to talk about this is because there's a big debate about women competing with men about women who 
act like they don't need a man for anything and it makes it hard for a man to come in and want to do for them because they're so educated or they're so they have everything you know you're so stable what do you need me for Mm -hmm. you know I want to come in and I want to protect and provide but I can't do that if you just over here Mrs. Macho and you don't need me for nothing or I'm not on your level yet like maybe I don't Mm -hmm. have those degrees or maybe I don't have this type of career and so being around you you know and you all start running the race and just like you know, hitting every finish line and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just barely getting started on the race. It is a lot of pressure. Um, I think, I think the mindset is like, um, we have no choice but to survive because if we fall, who's going to save us? <laughs> so, you know, I think that when you say that, you know, there's no competition or there's no competing, you know, with men, I I think some men may feel kind of intimidated because, you know, if you are trying to holler or, you know, core or talk to females as, you know, our stature, like with degrees and, you know, in our career and in our bag, it's kind of, at times it can be kind of intimidating because it's like, well, she has all of this and what does she need me for? And if you run into somebody like me, I'm telling you, listen, I'm bringing the table. Like what you bring? I'm bringing the table, the chairs. The silverware, the place, like, and you know, it's self awareness. Like. But see, that's also that's also self awareness. You know, you have self awareness to say, "Here is what I know. Here's what I know. I worked hard to become, to do, and so I'm not going to, I'm not going to shrink because you're uncomfortable. You know, I'm going to be. I, I, why should I hide? The fact that I went to school, why should I hide? You know, and at times we do that. Some women, we do that. Sometimes it's like, okay, let me not even talk about the fact that I got this degree because it's going to go left. If I do, you're going to start feeling the way. Even if even if it doesn't bother me, it's going to bother you. And then we got we to be in this uncomfortable space. And so you're talking about the self-awareness to be able to say, you know, hey, if you talk to me, I'm coming to tell you I got the table. I'm not going to lie to you about that. I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. I got the table like. Sir, come on. <laughs> like, so, what we doing? <laughs> so I do feel like in, in light of, you know, getting back to our question here, I do feel like mm-hmm. when we start talking the, the tangible things, um, like education level, career level, homes, cars, if a woman already has purchased her first home, she, you know, already has purchased, uh, she's already got the highest level of degrees, you know, come on, doctor. And then, you know, <laughs> you got also somebody who has kind of risen up in their career, quite frankly, yes. where they are happy. Maybe they'll keep going, but they honestly good where they are. They, they've met that stability. Mm-hmm. So now all they're looking for is their other half. Like, hey, I went to school. I got the career. All I want is my other half. But then you hit sort of a roadblock because you're meeting people out in the world that may have kind of not gotten quite there yet because women women did some type of leap in society and they jumped and they start hitting areas they didn't used to hit. So now it's kind of like we have a lot of women who haven't found their person yet. And so just trying to figure out the good and the bad. And I, I, I think the good is, yes, have self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Y- and, and you should not have to shrink for the right person. The right person may be slightly uncomfortable because they're trying to get to where they want to be, but they won't make yeah. you feel bad, though, for where you mm-hmm. are. And yeah. they shouldn't make you feel bad. They may be honest with you and say, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm trying to get to a certain place because I want to be this 
you know, I want to be here, but they shouldn't make you feel bad for where you're at. And somebody who makes you feel bad for where you're at, that's an unhealthy person. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that's kind of the pros and cons there, at least from my perspective. And I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers, y'all. But that's that's (laughs) what I think. And I think the cons of that, though, on the flip side of that, I think some of the cons of that, though, is when you get a woman who is so... um, and I got to be careful with my words here. I'm waiting to see what you want to say. <laughs> when you get a woman, though, that is kind of in a dominant mind of compete and it is a little bit more almost condescending in her approach to a man about what she has, that will definitely make a man say, you know what, no. I think it makes it make it it makes it kind of hard because she's already laser focused. So it's just kind of like, okay, either you come in to add something or like, what's your purpose? Because we're not playing around here. Like we are being intentional. We're looking for our pur- purpose partner, our life partner, someone to do life with. Like we're not trying to waste time. I definitely think there's healthy ways to approach when you're approaching a man that you want to lead you, you want this man to be protective provider. You want him to be like headship, right? You want him to be the person that guides the two of you. Mm-hmm. But if a woman, and I'm, I'm being careful with my words, cause I, I'm not saying a woman should shrink. I'm not saying she should not be all <laughs> that she is, you know, but if you come in too strong on that and you have such almost this, dominant way of approaching him where well I got this degree I got that degree you know I I I get paid this much a year blah 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 you know if you come in too too direct with that instead of in a humble way mm-hmm. you know if you're not humble about the things that God has blessed you to be able to achieve and you come in so direct and, and making a person feel like you know basically you're not nothing yeah why would he want to be anything to you at mm-hmm. that point you know so I do yeah. think that's the kinds of of talking about those things about education level and stuff mm-hmm. like that um again we could go deeper on that for real we could because yeah. there's a lot of debates <laughs> there's a lot of debates in society um and I forget his name is it oh my gosh is it Kevin Samuels I forget his name got it passed away you know he Kevin Samuels yeah yeah I mean even even some of his kind of point of views like there's so many debates about that um you know a a, a certain type of man and a certain type of woman Mm -hmm. yeah and they clash a little bit when you got a man that thinks a certain superior way and you got a woman that thinks a certain superior yeah. way so anyway I don't have time to keep going there but I I, I will say this I think <laughs> for me I think for me you have to stand in your truth and not shrink mm-hmm. but I yeah. think you have to also have humility and mm-hmm. understand that um it should be partnership not competition yeah I definitely agree 50 50 things Okay, so let's get to the next one here. Um, so we talked about, okay, well, well, let's let's do it this way. Let's talk about values because we just okay. talked about some of the tangible things mm-hmm. of relationships, right? So yep. let's get into values. Um, things like shared values. How important is it to discuss values when dating? And at what point in dating should this happen? Is there a such thing as too soon to have some conversations about what you desire in a person um, with the relationship? Um, 
<laughs> this is a loaded question. Please. It is. I mean, like um, we're we're talking. We're, uh, you know, let's let's simplify it and say we're talking about value. So we just talked about superficial things. You know, you uh-huh, got a car, you yeah. got a job, you got a house. You 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 educated on some level. You know, graduated high school. You know, went to college. Whatever, wherever your education level was, mm-hmm. you, you're educated, and um, you have all these tangible things. But what about what's inside of you? Your values. If you have shared values and if you don't, how important is that? And at what point should people talk about these things in a dating situation? I think it's always good to have uncomfortable conversations with individuals, especially at the dating stage. Um, I feel like it's important to make sure that both individuals are like-minded in values for the most part. Because like when it comes to like buying a house, like is this something that, you know, we should get together? Or if I have my house before we even start dating, should you move in with me? Or kind of should we just make this our space? So I think it's important to have those uh, uncomfortable conversations um, while dating. Okay. And like, let's go deeper than that. So like house honestly is still kind of somewhat intangible, but what about like deeper things? Like, do you share values about spending time with family, celebrating holidays, religion, Mm -hmm. um, you know, values as in even, do you believe in gender roles? Do you Mm -hmm. even believe that a woman is a nurturer and a man is Mm -hmm. protecting a provider? Like, or do you believe that, Hey, no, our household is 50, 50. Um, a man is not the only person taking out trash in here. I'm gonna take out the trash too as a woman mm-hmm. if I see it. You know, like those are like some things that people really get kind of messed up over. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I do. I agree. I do think in a in a dating situation, you should not wait to get so serious to start talking about those things because at that yeah. point, you've already you've already invested in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You've yes. invested your time, and it's kind of a disservice to you to wait until it's that serious to start having those conversations after you've invested in each other like that. So I definitely think, um, I think gender roles roles are important in a sense where, um, the conversation has to be there. So like you can run into this dominant female where it's just kind of like, okay, well, you know, I'm head of the household or, you know, I want everything to go my way and then you know you start dating someone that's you know kind of old-fashioned and you know want the female to be the nurturer the the caterer or um they take out the trash and things like that so I think it depends again it depends on the person and it depends on the type of relationship that you want to establish because if you have a dominant female going into a relationship that has never allowed a man to lead her, then that would be kind of hard because it's just like, okay, well, now I got to get used to something that, you know, I've never experienced because I've been this hard rock or I've been this tough cookie. And now all of a sudden you telling me like, I have to kind of let my guard down and be led by a man where, you know, I, I've been doing this by myself the whole time. Yeah. And I think, I think someone who finds their, other half in a situation like that and that person you know looks past those things in her and and they know up front this is who she is and they're patient with that and she's willing to Mm -hmm. she's willing to make some changes on on her side of the house then I think you know you can work with that now if he gets to a point where he's like I can't deal with this she just way too you know want to lead want to do everything on her own way too independent you know it's just too much I mean, you have to assess that early on. Don't allow yourself to get into 
what we would call a um, hypnotized physical situation where mm-hmm. you you overlook it because of the physical. And then you allow yourself to be almost at basically wedding day or having kids yeah. with somebody and then want to get upset about who you knew they were from the beginning. beginning and that yeah. person didn't want to change from the beginning. They didn't want to work on themselves from the beginning. So I definitely think talking about values organically for sure like it shouldn't be like first date pop quiz but I do I do feel like organically as you're getting to know the person you shouldn't just Netflix and chill and you shouldn't Mm -hmm. just go out to eat and be buying all the expensive drinks and food you shouldn't just be going out to the lounge together whatever when you're doing all those things there should be some organic conversations that are happening some intentional conversations that are happening to really learn your person and learn what's inside of them not just what you see on the outside Mm -hmm. because you hurt yourself and you waste your time, as you said earlier on in our conversations, you waste your time with somebody when you don't do your due diligence to figure out, are we really, as they say, equally yoked? Are yeah. we are we aligned? And, and the flaws I can live with, the ones I can't, are there things about mm-hmm. you that you're willing to be in partnership and work on with me? Or are you just, you know, 10 toes down yeah, on this? Up, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So um, I think values are important and I too think that those things should happen in the dating stage. I don't think you should wait till you, you know, are moving towards something more serious to start figuring out who this person really is. Because at that point, mm-hmm. you're heartbroken when you find out. <laughs> Not find <laughs> out. It's you, too late. <laughs> yeah, I, I shouldn't even say find out. I should say when you accept what you have been yeah, shown. Because late. a person will show you up front who they are. Um, yeah. So let's move on. Um uh, out of the different uh, stressors of finding your person in life, what do you think is the most important thing about dating? Considering all that we have discussed, all everything we just <laughs> talked about, what do you feel is the one thing um, most important for single women? So we talked about, you know, the tangible things, education level, career level, homes, mm-hmm. cars. We talked about values, honoring those up front in the dating stage. And then we also talked about whether you should, you know, focus on your season of dating casually or seriously and being intentional either way. Out of all those things for you, what do you, and it is not necessarily what you think about other women, just for you, (laughs) for you, what's the one thing that you think is most important in a dating situation and all of this? I'm laughing because I feel like dating is so hard in your 30s. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's so hard. It's so hard. Literally so hard. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, what's important is to find somebody that you are compatible with. Um, finding your person, um, somebody that's good for your soul. I think that that has to be the kicker. Uh, because people can put on a mask and put on a persona all day, but it's who's, you know, really going to be there for you in a time of need. Like, who's going to be there to encourage you when you're feeling down? Who's going to be there to pray for you when, you know, you feel like you can't go on? Who's going to be there to help you when you feel like you're falling? So I feel like just finding somebody that's good for your soul and going back to being intentional um, with the dating process, because the dating pool is, I don't know, here in Florida, it's, it's, it's a struggle. It's a struggle out here. But you know what? I have hope. I have faith that one day. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't. <laughs> Listen, oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I like it. 
I like it. I was just laughing because I know you. <laughs> Listen, like, I just be like, Lord, what? I mean, I you know, it is. I mean, the older you get, it is a little bit more challenging. I think it's challenging for a lot of different reasons. Um, you, you, your social groups change the older you get mm-hmm. a yeah. little to some degree to some degree not like your friends you grew up with necessarily but mm-hmm. where you are where you're spending your time how you're able to connect with people and those that are working majority of the time you you get up you go to work you mm-hmm. come home and in that type of schedule you don't really have time to be social and to meet people and mingle and yes, all of that so you have to be very intentional past 30 to meet mm-hmm. folks too because if you don't have a particular type of job that uh, that affords you the opportunity to meet a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. you're going literally to your job and home, and, home yeah. and so it it is difficult you know 30 plus um yes, yes. I think that's is. why right now I'm really like embracing my soft girl era because listen the soft life it's the soft yeah. life like. it, it, it is it is but I will but I know this conversation isn't just for our 30 year olds so I have to I have mm-hmm. to kick it both ways I think that our younger generation and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with like 18 oh, um in, in anything you know, that hadn't gotten to that point yet. That's a whole nother type of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to stick with 18, 18 and up. Um, you know, you're at such a young, pivotal, age. Pi- young but, <laughs> but pivotal, pivotal spot. You're at a pivotal <laughs> spot. It's a pivotal spot and it's a pivotal oh spot God, because yeah but it's it's so pivotal because it's all about decisions that you're making yeah. at that point making you know right all about the, the good people the right people in your life the right people in your life and you know you want to talk about a season of casual and serious dating that might be it you know focusing on yourself your development mental emotional physical um, who you want to be in life mm-hmm. and making sure that every decision you're making at that point will build the blocks to where you want to be when you're 30. So 18 yeah. to, you know, 26, 27 is give or take you're building, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're creating and setting the foundation. And, you know, at 30, you're just landing the resources to make it happen. Yeah. Because, before that, you know, except for our, you know, 25 on, you know, the Forbes list. We ain't talking about those people. <laughs> not talking about, we're not talking about those people, you know, our Fortune 525 year olds. Not, yeah. not, not, not y'all, not y'all. But, but the 18 to 26, 27 ish, you are creating your roadmap. You are planting seeds that you will harvest in your 30s. You know, you're harvesting yeah. that you will reap in your 30s. So I would say that is, a special age where what's important, you know, we're talking about the one thing that's important. What's important for them mm-hmm. is I believe while dating, and I do believe they should be dating 100% because if not, you don't know what you need. You don't know what you want. You know, it's kind of like trying and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get probably gone off on for this, but for lack of a better example, is like trying different things on your plate. 
You don't know what yeah. you like until you taste it, you know? So mm-hmm. I just think that to figure out certain qualities that you want in a person, certain things that you feel like you need to have in a person, something that you cannot tolerate in a person. These are things you kind of figure out when you're on your simpler plate in, in that time yeah. frame. And it's also a time for you to focus on you. It's a time for you not to be extremely sacrificial at that point, you know, um, because if you are too sacrificial at that point, you don't get to step in your light and who you're supposed to become. Mm-hmm, yeah. You yeah, sacrifice you yourself for a guy and you don't go and, you know, do certain things mm-hmm. that help you build into who you want to be. So that's what I think about that age group. Now we get over to our 27 and up. And you're the people that you're just now starting to land those resources. You're just now starting to really make a little bit more money or, Mm -hmm. you know, you just starting to scratch the surface. Yeah. You you might even just start to stop living paycheck to paycheck by the Mm -hmm. end. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, yeah, you're, you're really kind of spreading your wings. So at that point you can be even more intentional about, I know I like this. I know I don't like that. I know this is what I'll accept. I know this is what I won't accept in a person. At that point, it's a lot easier to weed them out too because been you've seen you've seen it all kind of a little bit. So yeah. I definitely think to your point in your thirties, yeah, you know the compatibility, somebody that's good for your soul, being intentional at that point, um, and someone that will continue to help inspire you and launch you forward because yeah. 30 is not even the peak of it I wouldn't even say that's till 40 I mean you know you really by 40 you're really probably kind of gaining that footing of where you want to be you know um so I, I I would say that I would have to choose out of this conversation for me values mm-hmm. I would have yeah. to say values values would be most important um because I've met a lot of people uh, that didn't share my education level, mm-hmm. like as far as degrees go, but were very profound in their thinking, very yeah. wise in their thinking. Um, I, I met people who've had a home before, but that didn't mean that they were necessarily great people. So those tangible things, you know, is important for you to have some stability at my age. Sure. But that's not the end. I'll be all. I need to know yeah. who you are as a person inside. Do I want to raise children with you? Do I want to have a home with you? Do I want to blend families together with you? You know, what do we feel? How do we react in the world? How do we treat people? Um mm-hmm. You know, how do we give back in this life and in this society? How are we helping people and reaching back and pulling them up? Like, do you share those kind of values with me? So anyway, yeah. I would say values. I would say values. Um, well, girl, I could do this for a whole nother 40 something minutes, but I'm gonna let this I'm gonna let this stop right here. Um okay. this is definitely the singles edition, all things yes. relationship and dating. So Dr. Henry, where can our listeners follow you or contact you? Um, especially those in your area. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Humble Queen 10, emphasis on the doctor. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm on Facebook at Kaya Henry. And uh yeah, those are my two social media platforms for the most part. 
Well, we love it. We love it. Thank you, girlfriend. Um, Thank you. I, yeah, you know, I have fun with this. I could keep going. But anyway, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I just want to hit some of the high points. We talked about mm-hmm. intentional dating and knowing yep. what you want, your self-worth. We talked about developing self mentally and emotionally. We talked about standing in your truth, um, having humility, partnership, and, you know, not always trying to compete. Um, having uh, uncomfortable conversations at the dating stage is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then finally, find someone that you're compatible with that's good for your yeah. soul and be intentional in all these things. So with that being said, thank you for joining us in the suite. Don't forget to follow the We Sweet podcast on your favorite listening platform and at me on Insta at Dr. Dickies L. It's in the podcast bio. See you ladies soon. <laughs>